0: Wonderful. So we have made it. It is Picnic on Plateau, the show that has randomly gotten its name sorted out of nowhere. It's going to be the timer set. We exactly got one hour from now and the man to my other side has to introduce himself by telling his name, his age, his position in what he does and where he's from.
1: Oh, that's so many informations. Uh, Okay, let's start with the name. Uh, My name is Alan. Uh, I'm originally from Croatia and I do uh, at the moment live in croatia as well but i'm traveling a lot as i am uh... Kind of working in uh, crazy as an esports director, basically head of esports. So everything esports related is something that needs to go through me, through my approval or whatever. I do a lot of plannings when it comes to esports and obviously like signing the contracts, uh, negotiating whatever we need to negotiate, and usually following teams on on competitions as well, which is obviously kind of ideal life to have, just traveling uh, basically each and every single month maybe even two maybe even three times per month but there's a downside of you only see hotels arenas and and there we go. Is
0: this is the first minute already <laughs> this in. This
1: is so sad.
0: One thing before we really get into it, you have the opportunity, and this is the magic thing about this you have um, two one minute timeouts, which means every question that's going to be, or every topic we're talking about, you have the opportunity to be muted for exactly one minute, for only one minute. I uh, will look at the time then, and to answer it privately or whatever um, whilst we uh, talk about it. So nobody else outside of us can hear it then. Uh, that's the One question though, what
1: about the people that are actually able to read from the lips? then like that's readers. your thing
0: that's your, you have to mess up your lips that's not <laughs> okay, my thing like, okay
1: you know? do something like this or something yeah,
0: yeah yeah you have to overdo it you have to hide your maybe put something in front of your uh in, in front of your mouth at I'll the meantime
1: like this and that's it
0: yeah right that's i mean that's okay, down again. to you that's that's not down to me uh the first thing we really need to talk about because i directly want to dive in i mean your orc has I'm sorry,
1: Vincent. i I messed up the focus yeah fine. <laughs> that's
0: <fine. Don't> worry.
1: <laughs> never doing that again
0: <laughs> the thing is um uh, the thing we need to start with your orc is called crazy for a reason because i know your ceo and i think i met him the first time in a lounge in an arena in helsinki with with some investor and he was talking about the poach situation uh from g2 actually uh
1: have you been involved into the the whole start of uh, the the launch of uh uml league Maybe you met him there as well, because he was there. Yeah,
0: actually. I know, he always asked so many questions. I remember he <laughs> asked he asked a lot of questions back then, right? <laughs> that was good.
1: He wants to know everything, basically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, do continue <laughs> with the question.
0: <laughs> it was very fun. We have to actually talk about that, first of all, because it has never been cleared up. It has legitimately never been cleared up. I mean, obviously, Hunter and Exo are edgy too. Well, what happened in the meantime? I mean, there was this poach thing talked about, and he made this tweet where you can't just take our players. And I think three or four weeks later, they they left. So, so, okay, so basically, what happened? The, yeah, uh,
1: the the whole situation, and, and this is actually a time where I can reveal some of the things. Obviously, some of the things need to based on the contracts and everything else need to remain uh, remain as is. Um, G2 actually approached Nexan Hunter. Obviously, something that is usually done in in esports in general, uh, especially in CS:GO. Uh, maybe not that ma- n- not that much in in other games. Uh, obviously, like let's be completely one hundred percent honest. There's not too many people that would reject G2 offer. Obviously, they're a household name. They're really really big on social media, mm-hmm. like really big presence, a lot of sponsorships, and also uh, they're basically winning every single title in every single game basically world titles and everything else so i could i could understand completely their desire actually to to join them especially because in all honesty i do feel like we reached our peak during the major maybe to some extent we also overperformed they were kind of mm, i wouldn't say hoping i don't think the word is hoping they were they were uh, they were sure that the offer will come based on the uh, based on the performance on the Berlin Major, especially for Nexon Hunter. Like let's be honest, these guys carried us in so many situations, different situations uh, on so many maps, obviously in qualifiers and everything else. Not to take anything from other guys, but in my opinion, they were the, the the best performers and obviously most consistent when it comes to performing frags and everything else. Uh, so basically conversation with G2 started at some point between two of the orgs. Uh, there were some, I wouldn't say loopholes, there were, there were some things in the contracts that me as a buyer can uh, actually understand differently compared to you as a seller, for instance, but it's a strict kind of a law german law that yeah. there's a certain thing that or a certain a certain kind of way of of uh, understanding that uh, we were at some point actually close to uh, battling battling it out on the court just because we uh, we were kind of 100% sure that we are uh, we're in the right there. G2. Uh, Let's recap. Sure
0: sorry, sorry. We have to, because it's, it's 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 just to make sure. So G2 approached Hunter and Nexa. Yes. But, but as your laws, uh, as your contracts are made in Berlin, they're defined by German law. And, Correct. And therefore, there was a certain clause in the contract which 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 would have not allowed to play two players to move to G2 without any transaction Correct. on their side. Just to
1: make make things clear, they were sold. They never went there for free. Like that's the most important part yeah, of the yeah. of the whole story. Uh, obviously, the contracts that we had uh, were green uh, lighted by uh, lawyers. Two, by I think two different law firms. Uh, yes the contracts were compared to our today's contracts that are 44 pages long those were like 13 pages long or something and majority of the stuff there was kind of casually implemented just because during the negotiations with the players and everything else we felt like yeah make sense to add this or something so some of the things were added by us some of the things were added by lawyers but all in all like the contracts were solid so g2 were was unable to to get them for free obviously they were unable to leave yeah. for free and then we actually made a deal with g2 which uh, in my opinion was really good for us really good for g2 and especially good for for next 100 I mean, let's be honest. These two guys, uh, with Nico, probably will end up in top twenty on on this year's <laughs> HLTV. Uh, like three three regional guys actually playing in top twenty right. or being ranked in top 20, 20 players of
0: twenty twenty. But, but let me understand. Why not did you? There. Why were you close to
1: suing G two? I I didn't get that part. No no no. We were ready to actually sue them in case that they try to do something outside. Like uh. not really sue them. Like we were ready to go actually battle it out on the court if okay. necessary right. because at some point you have players that obviously want to go you have an org that doesn't want to sell them or give them out for free mm-hmm. and you have an org that obviously same like custom like any other org wants to save as much money as possible so basically right. there were uh, there was this period of like week maybe even two weeks where all of us wanted something, but we were unable to meet in the middle, which right. eventually uh, actually happened. And I do think that all three sides were very, very happy with how the whole deal ended.
0: Can, can you can you talk about any numbers that G2 paid, like any any range or anything somewhat specific, or is just that obviously contractually not able to be talked about? I mean,
1: the 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 buyouts were, I think. G2, this is just my opinion and my evalu- evaluation of, okay. of Nexan Hunter, yeah. I think G2 uh, underpaid them. We were satisfied with the with the whole amount, obviously, uh, but I do feel that they got them for for a cheap, cheap price. Because ultimately, like, these guys made G2 a top five, now top four right, team right. in the world.
0: But yet that they didn't answer the question, really. really. Deep, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's all I can say. Okay. okay. I, I'm sorry, but NBA okay. everything. Yeah, else, yeah. I,
0: rem- to... I remember your 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 CEO had an interview with professor, uh, where he talked about like he doesn't take it serious if somebody offers for hunter like five hundred thousand or he said something like that, right? I don't. So, it was some, something along the lines. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could, uh... Yeah,
1: but the thing is, like, even if your player is worth ten millions. Like, obviously, at some point, yeah, you do understand that you might need to actually be selling him for a lower price because basically, if the market is not offering two mil- uh, 10 million, you're not going to sell him for two- right, 10 million. Right. And that's basically it. When it comes to, like, both Hunter and Nexa, We could have just kept them in our team, but having two dissatisfied players uh, that are not motivated to actually represent your org and everything else, yeah, obviously it's not gonna help. Uh, The the only other way to deal with the whole situation was to actually bench them. And benching them means that they're not developing as players, they're not satisfied with the current situation. it's really, really bad business for us, obviously, because we need to continue to pay them at least some amount of money uh, according to the contract. So we're literally losing money, onboarding two new players and basically gaining nothing from the whole situation. And just on top of that, like a year, maybe half of a year, uh, I'm not even sure how, how long were uh, their contra- uh, contracts uh, worth for. Like, we'd, we'd actually give them away for free at some point when the contract ends.
0: Obviously, I mean, it especially doesn't help you as an orc when uh, players are being put on the bench when they're obviously the most the, the oh, yeah. And they can't move like it was a Smooya situation. I think back in big where, where he couldn't move he simply couldn't he was he was trapped and mm. n- Now he's even losing to finish teams in in flashpoint qualifier. So it's it's even worse but uh, so, so, we cannot talk about numbers, which is a shame. I guess you can't even tell me a range, which is also a shame. I mean, if you would say 6-digit, I, I still can't imagine it. Like, you're talking Crazy at the time was super small. I mean, Valiance was small, legitimately speaking, was not a known orc at all. Uh, you were investing quite much in content production, which was uh, worth it.
1: We still do. We, we still do invest I, I a I lot in content production. Yeah.
0: I see it, I see it, but um, uh, it's, it's still... One thing I, yeah.
1: one thing I can say, uh, the, the, the valuation, Uh, Hunter at some point, Mm -hmm. it's north from that, obviously for both of them. Uh... We got enough money to actually find uh, really good replacements. Obviously, we were fortunate enough to actually land ships who helped us tremendously in the whole period. Obviously, uh, even won the Rotterdam, after him being with us for a week, after Emmy as well joined uh, joined in or started back playing uh, instead of just coaching. So uh, that was actually the money that we invested into a lot of
0: things. Like was he contract. still was was ships still contracted? Sorry, but he wasn't. Uh,
1: uh no no no. he was i mean he was under contract but he was actually benched in vindigo so we obviously needed to buy him out uh one thing that is uh i mean it took like week maybe week and a half to actually land him because we had to negotiate the process the price and everything else and obviously for vindigo at that point uh, they were really really interested or they demanded that he would play for them on the upcoming wsg uh, in april uh, right. obviously this is not something that is uh, g- going to happen because they they sold uh, some other players as well like mm-hmm. they don't have the same roster so obviously there's no problems with that but that was really really important for them because uh, when they go uh, that csgo roster obviously had uh, a direct invite to to I do think to like top eight or something to playoffs for upcoming WSG as the previous winners
0: it was what happened with Windigo itself was a big shame I mean they're some somewhat of your region I mean they're not um, not a Balkan state or anything Um, Mm. but are they about no I mean no
1: geographically no but a lot of people I uh, think they are, uh, like, Balkan country. I right. mean, to some extent. Yeah. There's a lot of countries that are, like, 25% Balkan, four, okay. uh, 14% Balkan and and, and and similar. But, yeah, I mean, Windigo, when it comes to them, like, a lot of really, really good players came from Bulgaria. Oh. Maybe not necessarily, like, top 20 players or something, but a lot of them actually made the mark, like, won some tournaments, like, Dreamhacks, like, WSG. Like, it's not a, 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 an event that it's easy that it's easy to win, like they want a lot of money for the for true, that
0: one true, they still haven't received it, if I'm not totally wrong um but I mean that lineup itself got absolutely wrecked at one point. I mean Victor and Punisher are lost basically mm-hmm. uh no, not Punisher um what's his name
1: uh blocker you mean
0: blocker yeah, totally yeah. totally trashed at one, no no idea where they ended up no nobody mm-hmm. really knows I mean Victor is going to the gym a lot, but outside of that, i don't know.
1: Oh, he, he, he looks like a beast. <laughs> like,
0: he, guy is just, he legit... yeah,
1: guys, heavily invested into gym.
0: Did you talk? Did you talk to him uh, offline at UML?
1: Yes. He's, obviously
0: he's legit the funniest guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. there. We spent like some quality time on some of the tournaments we attended <laughs> together. Just because, like, he is very open person. He's very yes. like he's very funny. He's always around when it comes to like joking and everything else. And uh, that's literally the energy you need around yourself, especially uh, during eSports events where (laughs) a lot of the guys are just focused, like they're in the zone, they're trying to focus on the upcoming match or, or whatever, and then just here comes Victor, cracking the jokes and everything else, and no one gives a damn about the, the uh, upcoming measure or whatever. So uh, he's really, really nice guy to have around.
0: I mean, I remember he was entering uh, the UML. I think one day before with uh, a Gucci bag and the square glasses and everything. He's yeah. he's like a stereotype. Uh. Uh,
1: let's call him fashionista. I I think that would be that would be appropriate uh, appropriate title for him.
0: I wish I still have a picture of him. It was so good. I mean, man, this guy was looking like I don't know. He coming. To, to literally came
1: out of gucci and prada uh, yeah, store. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, i yeah, wish yeah. i wish i was still i will i will look for that i will look for that because it was looking hilariously good but he didn't post it at one point unfortunately yeah
1: when, since you're mentioning uml that was actually a... where all of us had a lot of After the tournament ended, like that exact night or or after party. I remember.
0: I, dude, uh, you don't need to, you don't need to talk about it. I recall very much what happened. I wasn't getting drunk or anything. So, Uh, a lot of
1: people uh, are actually depending on you and me to actually uh, explain them what happened because let's be honest, uh, you and I were not that drunk.
0: No, not at all
1: there were some of the people like s- some of the players even, uh were uh, being being driven around in a shopping cart i'm not gonna mention
0: names but that happened through the so arena yeah so... through the arena and everything I else swear. and they were really really happy man they were a fucking shit face i remember i was talking to to poison at the time I was asking who, who whoever uh, is the first time getting drunk yes yes that's the first time and he was like very convinced about it, it was a very very uh a kind dude besides all of that oh yeah we're moving away from the topic i think the uml finals have been a big blast for us back then mm-hmm. unfortunately they didn't go offline uh anymore which is extremely yeah. sad but that has other reasons you went uh crazy Correct. literally uh by signing a team that has hardly won anything nearly went to wsg mm-hmm. and um thought you put Jonta to it which is the x project x lineup who mm-hmm. now consists of basically three no names from when academy cutting back to the point and Correct. two Belarusian lads what in God's name got you up with that idea
1: uh, the the whole idea was actually like <clears throat> I need to figure out how to word this properly because yeah, I don't want anyone to be offended the the thing is at some point, you need to be surrounded with people that share the same same values, that have the same energy as you have. And these are actually the guys that we think, or now at this point, we know uh, they share the same exact values. They have the same exact energy, same exact passion and everything else. Uh, these guys are working their ass off, literally. Uh, they're not there yet, but based on the, the uh, amount of time they're spending or investing into the game, but not only into the game, but to things that are happening outside of the game, uh, they're going to get there. Maybe not all five of them, maybe, I don't know, four of them, maybe all of them, hopefully all of them, uh, they will get there at some point, because some of the things that Jonta is actually implementing uh, inside of the team are, like, to me, are just mind-bugging, just because... they have a strict rule when it comes to uh food like nutrition when it comes to working out when it comes to watching demos when it comes to individual workouts uh both on and off server team Mm. workouts and everything else and this is actually the first time we implemented a psychologist or mentalist as we call him luca uh he started working with them from the first day actually so in my opinion uh Yes, result-wise, you guys don't see that much, obviously, because we lack. First of all, we're not really getting invites. Like, let's be completely honest. Understandably. We, yeah, we don't get to uh, we don't get to play on HLTV that that often, uh, but they're on the right path, and our kind of timeline is actually to have them fully prepared for the upcoming qualifier for the next major, mm-hmm. not for this one. This one was obviously like. It was a hit and miss. Let's try it out. If it doesn't go well, yeah, no problems. Mm-hmm. But also, we need to take uh, we need to take into account that we actually skipped the the close qualifier for uh, Flashpoint, which we qualified from an right. open qualifier, just because it, it overlapped with uh, open qualifier for for the upcoming.
0: Yeah, major. that was a bit of a mess uh, that happened there. Uh, yeah, just want to say you, you in advance. It's not looking really good for you. I mean, uh, the did attacks play against you already
1: I'm, I'm i'm gonna be completely honest i'm not sure Maybe. i'm like i'm trying to be involved as much as i can obviously years ago original title yeah but with uh, what's been happening in the past with uh, dota 2 and obviously another saw, title uh, yeah another it. title that we're uh Probably ready to reveal tomorrow, Mm. or in the upcoming days. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of things are happening uh, for us, and me as an esports or head of esports, I have a lot of work. I see. I see. Making sure that everything blends together, that everyone is is uh, on point, and uh, deliveries are on time, obviously.
0: You, that, that's uh, one of the things. I mean, we quickly need to talk about this because you've been. How old are you again? I think you uh, didn't say it in the beginning. That was one of the questions.
1: Correct. I'm. I'm close to 32. Actually, See, uh, this okay. May is going to be 32.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so you, so, so you're somewhat of a more, more an adult guy. I think that's something we can really talk about. There is especially. Someone like Esperanto. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one thing I was always asking myself, and I I got many, 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 many opinions, and I will pretty much ask everyone I'll interview about that, Mm -hmm. is do you personally think that social skills and... uh, that like everything that goes because because a team a team a team game needs social skills whatever oh, you, yeah, you need, outside of comms you need to get along some way. Do you think when those young guys are playing eight to ten hours a day, I mean, seeing success, that this is something that will really be left behind for some reason, and there should be that that could become a problem in 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 future teams or future situations?
1: The the thing is, uh, I think that social media presence and everything like social media in general created this big problem for for young and up and coming players. Uh me being 32, I I have I think 12 years maybe even 13 years of of work experience in the sales marketing some other fields as well but also in esports for the past 3 years like mm-hmm. full time. Uh the thing is my job takes between 8 and 12 hours per day. I still have enough time to socialize. That's the thing. Like once the player is done with the practice with the tournament, whatever, with the matches and everything else, uh, most of them just stay in uh, in their home, watch, I don't know, Netflix, maybe open, watch some stream, maybe, I don't know, go on a deathmatch, whatever, instead of going outside, working on right. their social skills, skills, social life. And that's obviously the problem, long-term especially, but short-term as well, uh, because if you don't have that group of people in your life that is uh, keeping you calm, that is uh, keeping you on the right path, you're obviously going to have a lot of problems inside of the team because you're not going to be able to verbalize what you're thinking. You're not going to be able to to uh, not going not going to say assert the dominance or something, but kind of tell tell or vocal uh, vocalize things that you need in order to be better. And yeah, that's yeah. obviously an issue. For some of the young players, it's obviously like really really easy to say, yeah, you played like shit, like. Don't say to someone he played like shit. Tell him, yeah, in this particular situation you did this. I personally think that this would be a more like a better option for you. Maybe we're with uh, one this uh, this clutch if you uh, throw a nade instead of a smoke or something. Like that's a yeah. constructive criticism, which uh, in my opinion ninety percent of young and up and coming players or or gamers in general lack. Actually, the the constructive criticism. Some of it falls to them not being social enough, but some of it. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna say even more. Uh, like the higher percentage is because the 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 community, like the backslash okay. of the community. Right. I right. miss. I may mess up one v one, like one v one situation. Clutch on whichever map in CSGO, GO. There's one, get million, one million things you can do differently yep. or, or yeah you should have done this instead of this like mm-hmm. yeah you saw the clutch you 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 literally see what the guy did obviously you're smart enough to tell me now that i needed <laughs> to do this like <laughs> let's be honest but the thing uh, the thing is like one one misclick one uh one uh, tiny thing mis- mistake it doesn't even yeah, matter mess you're, up in a clutch. you're
0: always getting fucked that to, way
1: yeah it, it equals to like 500 comments on, on uh, hltv twitter whatever yep. like a lot yep. of our guys in the past especially death threats like uh, swear words. Uh... Like insulting their their model, mothers, fathers, the whole family, just because some some of the guys lost like fifty cents on a bet.
0: I know them, like, it's 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 absolutely. Cra- I mean, what happens there is absolutely crazy in in so many ways. Because especially especially that's the thing about uh, for me is with Hunden as well. Um, uh, th- how he for example got fucked in two thousand fourteen. Uh, I don't know if you know the story. He said in an interview he, he was an SK back in the day and they were an, they were an okay yeah. Danish team. He always got the god Hundin I mean, because let's be honest he's not a good frogger but the man got the brain and I mean I'm playing with someone who always says HLTV stats are trash and to some extent he's right because I mean take best example Definitely, yeah. take a take a look at Letney pretty much always had shit stats right but yet again the man was absolutely capable of leading a team and bringing them in the right direction. Was that, c- can you note that doubt anywhere? No, not one bit.
1: That's the thing, like you, in order to actually know about it, you need to sit down with the team to, to get their input, which you rarely actually get because, uh... I mean, I know that I'm usually telling telling to our pro- players at least, like, don't go to social media explain, explaining yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not your job. Your job is to play. Your job is to perform. Your job is to focus on yourself. If you're going to explain every single match or every single mistake or mm-hmm. something uh, you did good to social media, they're going to eat you up. Like... You cannot actually go out to social media and make everyone happy. There's obviously gonna always be like 10%, 20%, maybe even 90% of people that are not satisfied with how you approach some of the situations, both inside and, uh, and outside of the games.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> that's that's a, that's a bit of a problem to me. I, 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 that's why I think it's very good that you go for a mental coach in what you do, because your guys are fairly young. I think they're between 23 and 19, which Correct. is still young. We talk mm-hmm. about that social aspect. If you grind and grind and grind at your younger ages, the social aspect is somewhat missing out. I, I will always say that um, balance is a thing. And that's that's where people say this work smarter thing uh, always works I think it, it g- playing CS for 12 hours a day is horribly wrong in so oh, yeah. many ways especially young people <laughs> especially young people because first of all getting onto the top of CS maybe you do it if you don't you don't have an education I mean this is going so on and so on I will not go into detail but what I'm, what I'm trying to say your mental coach see also tell t- uh, teaching them what the right mindset is in case of losses or yeah
1: definitely like the the <clears throat> I'm gonna kind of try to explain uh, his 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 work day with the team uh, during the boot camp for instance if we're yeah. playing like eight maybe even ten practices per day yeah he is there writing things down like writing notes for each and every single practice he spends 24/7 uh, with them yeah. uh, Basically we have team sessions. We have individual sessions. Uh, some of the most important things that he is actually trying to implement are be as social as, as social as you can. Like be vocal when you feel that you need to be vocal, but also like be vocal at the right time. Obviously the, the, the most important part because you can't really scream, yeah, shit i'm not sure what happened like yeah. or whatever when when your mate is trying to clutch a 1v1 situation or 1v2 whatever mm-hmm. uh, and obviously last but not least uh he's trying to to make them uh think about the long term not the short term obviously you can lose a match everyone can lose a match but at some point you're gonna stop losing matches you're gonna stop start losing tournaments that being said like that means kind of in my in my head like you're not really Losing when you're losing a tournament, you're obviously up there like your top top four, top two right, or right, something. Right. Obviously, it's gonna take a toll on you, like emotionally. If you lose the finals, but also if you don't bounce back, you're not gonna be in the finals of the next tournament. Like let, let's take mouseports for 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 that example. Like a lot of young guns, a lot of young guys, a lot of emotional people, but they still manage to actually reach six finals consecutive finals on tournaments they attended won five of them like that's insane 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 something i, I don't think that that, uh, that 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 is something that ever happened in csgo and they're really young like frozen i, I think is i think is 17, 17 by now yeah yeah like you can't tell me that he as uh, like at 17 should be more mature than someone who is 23 or 24 right. years old. And we have a lot of 24, 25-year-old players, players that never actually made it because of their quote mark, social skills or them being too emotional, uh, not being able to bounce back or whatever. Like, this guy is really, really young. This is actually the, his first sports is his first opportunity to actually play on the, such a high level, Obviously. and he's doing an amazing job. Obviously, Kerrigan is helping them a lot, but mm-hmm. but still, like it's really really hard for young, up and coming players to actually remain focused uh,
0: constantly. This is this is where where I still so so you say your men, is your mental coach? Does he play CS or is he any esports related?
1: No, not okay. at all. Uh, he's actually a sports psychologist. Mm-hmm. There's football players, like boxers, like right, right. Know, basketball players, obviously uh, that he's working with. Uh, this is like us. Uh, Working with him, uh, this is actually him being involved in eSports for the first time for the past nine, maybe ten months, and he's enjoying it, obviously, because uh, there's a lot of similarities between e-sport and yeah. sport, obviously when it comes to like mental preparation and mm-hmm. everything else but there, there there's also a lot of differences because like you can't really go to the gym and and train for like nine hours you can't yeah, train, yeah, 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 like football for nine hours or something and these guys obviously need to do that because that's the only way you, you will get eventually get better
0: the, the thing that I'm still still open to me so you hired a, let's just get this factually right you hired a mental coach he, he and what does he do when all those guys are Back in Ukraine or Belarus? Uh,
1: he has uh, online sessions. Okay. And
0: he's then and then... He
1: available. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, he's basically available at each and every time. So if I am feeling down, if I'm feeling depressed, if something bad happened in my life, not related to like i completely unrelated related to yeah, the game. Yeah. Like I can still call him, talk to him, and he's still uh, obviously gonna try to help me as, as much as he can. Right. So basically he's available to them available to them, 24-7.
0: Does... does, does Do they do that? Do they, Like if, if something in your personal life is going on, they're feeling down and depressed, do they actually some call? Some of them,
1: you? yeah. Some of them yes. Some... I mean obviously it depends on... For me, uh, me personally, uh, I'm that type of person that usually, like, when something bad happens, I need to get together with myself. Like, right. I need to be left alone for a day, maybe oh, even yeah. two, to process everything. And while well, someone else, for instance, I don't know, maybe you, uh, actually need to be surrounded with someone, or you need that one specific person who always gives yeah, who always give the best advices and everything else. How to?
0: Okay, so so you have those online sessions. <clears throat> i guess they talk also in their performance uh what's in, in uh, how, how they're connected to each other and what's their issues with each other i guess
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely that's that's an open discussion for us like mm-hmm. i mean let's be honest we're not doing anything completely new astralis has been doing that for like mm. two years maybe even three years mm-hmm. like we're just trying to replicate the system someone else already has and they profited off of it. Like okay. that's basically it. So when it comes to like even dealing with uh, specific situations between the teammates, like Jonta is always there, Luca is our mental uh, psychologists for eSports psychologist, he's always uh, always there available but uh, what is actually like really good regarding the guys, regarding the CSGO guys primarily, uh, they're really good when it comes to uh, sorting things out amongst the, themselves. Okay. Like they're really Emotionally, they're really mature on a high level, so they're solving basically a lot of these things uh, as they come, which obviously helps to every single one of us right, right, right. involved from 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 the side.
0: So, so you so you talk to them, obviously. I mean, especially that's a good thing you talk about. Especially, um, I think when, when we talk about um, esports, I'm really going to keep that very uh, really simple. I think every mm-hmm. team, every basically every second division team, like even a national competition. Would extremely benefit if they won by one hard copy uh, uh Astralis in everything. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I mean
1: the the thing is, like we need to understand that psychologists cost a lot. Like oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of Tier Two teams cannot afford a manager. Like there's a coach that is doing booking flights, uh, finding a boot camp places, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like A lot of Tier 2 teams cannot afford sports psychologist, manager, uh, analyst, or whoever. Like Most of these teams are actually like, there's five of us as yeah. players and there's one coach. And obviously in that system, you can reach a certain height when it comes to results. But from that point on, you need to obviously invest more money, uh, more resources to actually onboard proper people who will help you develop further.
0: Okay, so, so let's finalize this. He, your sports psychologist also helps with um, exercising plans, like physically exercising?
1: Uh, to some extent. Maybe yeah. it's, like, he's kind of, like, he, he's 50% of the reason. Uh, Jontae is another 50%. Uh, that The guys are usually, while well, we were boot camping in Belgrade in Relog, by the mm-hmm. way, amazing facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there for the boot camp. Uh, boot camp lasted for, like, three weeks. Uh, they were usually spending their... In between the practices or two blocks of, of practices, they would eat, obviously, their, their dinner or, or lunch or whatever. And then they would uh, spend like half an hour just walking around or we had some some sort of a kind of a football uh, that they would just, I don't know, run around <laughs> in, the, in the prac room or whatever, just have fun just so they're not focused or fixed on the screen. Like even watching yeah, yeah, YouTube, yeah. even watching that, even like Get reading of newspapers, uh, reading reading news outlets, forums, whatever, like it's st- it still takes a toll screen on time. your mental. It's yeah, screen yeah it's screen time. You can't really like wind, by, wind out, like just relax properly. Exactly physically yeah but mentally you need to get as far as as you can from the screen in order to be able to focus for an additional three maybe even four hours for mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. next block of practices obviously
0: right so so let's just get this straight I'm just tr- trying to recap He mm-hmm. he's, he's helping um, um, with personal issues he's helping with uh, inter team issues when something goes mm-hmm. wrong uh, so talking about losses talking about wins talking about pressure oh, yeah, uh, somewhat to some extent physical um, how is it looking with uh, diet and eating <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it's looking awesome, uh, basically, like, <laughs> I'm actually so happy we have Jonathan in our team. Uh, he's that type of person that sets the standards for everyone else. Yeah. So basically, each and every single day of the, of the bootcamp, uh, they had a specific meal that he chose okay. for all of them. So there was not like, yeah, I'm gonna take McDonald's, I'm gonna go KFC, right, right, I'm right. gonna go Subway or something. Like high nutrition, uh, nutrition value yep. food. A lot of chicken, a lot of rice, a lot of vegetables, a lot of steamed vegetables, and right. everything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had pizzas or burgers like two, maybe three times in three weeks. And uh, the best part about it is all of us, because I was there as well. All of us had the exact same meal plans. Right, right. Like, you can't really say, yeah, I'm, I'm here eating vegetables. These guys, this guy's uh, eating pancakes. This guy's eating burger. Or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we're all on the same boat. We all do the the same amount of physical activity. We all do the same amount of work. Same meals. We're we're literally all of us uh, would uh, wake up at the same specific time to eat breakfast together. Like right. all of us, even me, Luca the mentalist, team obviously Jonta and, and
0: everyone else. So now the final question is: You're helping with diet. You're helping with physical performance to some degree. You help with psychological as individuals or team. Why? You spent the extra money on it, on on no namers.
1: Just because, in my opinion, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be worth at okay. some point. Like you need to spend money in order to to, to get money, so to say. Uh, we spent a lot of money on boot and everything else for the previous team. Obviously, like we all need to remember that at some point we signed binary dragons. Up yeah, and coming, promising long, team. Wait, what was it?
0: 2016 or something? I
1: think it was end of 2016.
0: Yeah, like there it's was some potential, era, but
1: it's... no one actually knew capable of. Yeah, obviously there. Was... Let, let,
0: let me just real. Let me just recap, three. recap real quick. Who that was? That was back then. Emmy, Joxic, Letni, Hunter, and Nino. So yes, correct. Three, basically, three, a three, Balkan
1: region or regional <laughs> team.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, so. yeah, obviously. I mean, free so three of them ended fairly successful.
1: Oh yeah. So I mean. To be honest, even uh, we need to understand that even, and Emmy are really successful with the contact gaming and everything else. Like their their obviously potential was uh, was there to reach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they're they're enjoying the, the 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 opportunity at the moment. It's up to them to actually take it. Uh, it's it's really really sad to hear that me uh, had some visa issues. Obviously, not being able to attend the the upcoming Flashpoint League, but he's still going to be attending the upcoming major. But yeah, I mean, obviously, at some point there were there there was potential with them. We took a gamble, and obviously, it paid off. So we're trying to replicate the same thing, but this time we're doing everything, or we're trying to do everything right from the start. Okay. Obviously, in the past there were some so it's a long-term investment a long term investment
0: okay. yeah so okay just wanted to make sure because basically you some people might say hey, why don't you buy a proper team and and just let them play right but the thing is
1: the the easiest easiest thing to do is actually to spend money on the property really? like that's the easiest obvious choice but in uh. my opinion <laughs> for someone like us we're up
0: in coming I know I know organization. I know like, you're going to what you say
1: yeah we need to think of like i don't want to spend like 500k 700k maybe even a million on a yeah. team that i'm not 100% sure how are they good regarding the chemistry how are yeah. they good like obviously i can see the in game like the 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 in game roles i can see the stats and everything else but that's like 50% of the story another 50% is actually are they actually spending their time together during the bootcamp outside of the server. Because if they're eating together, sleeping together, if they're uh, enjoying some time off also together, not going their separate places and everything else, obviously that's a really, really good investment. But But, those are the type of things that you can't really see before you actually start working with them.
0: Right before before we head on, uh, good old Sunisha rated the stream with seventy one viewers from Merku Masters. I am uh, (laughs) I'm talking to good Alan from Crazy, you might have heard of Uh, the lads who used to be playing the major and sold their squad and now got a brand new one. Unfortunately, we're missing the super interesting part, but we're going to talk numbers because uh, first of all, I admire the idea of having a mentalist on your team or a mental coach (laughs) because um, I mean you could invest the bucks for everything else, right? But I know the thing is I can right now imagine your CEO, because uh, I know him, saying the exact same speech and saying his absolute dream about it. Um, which I understand because he, he's, you know, your, your CEO is a little crazy and over the edge sometimes, at least what we see, but he seems little. he, he, he gets the right ideas, right? He gets the right ideas from yeah. time to time. The thing we have to talk about, how in God's name did that happen with contact? Because nobody had contact on their radar, nobody knew about contact, um, still nothing has been announced, there's like nothing social media wise about contact. And suddenly uh, people say first thing I need 2.5 to say, million.
1: Yeah. yeah, first thing I need to say I'm 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 extremely proud of the players actually keeping them their mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> around, like this, this, this is extremely rare in esports. Like yeah, yeah, no one know, knew about. Don't need to tell me. No one knew about this. Uh, like maybe two weeks before it was announced. Maybe like one week something got leaked. Or like at that point it was not important at all. But this was a process that was uh, like it lasted for like a good two, two and a half, maybe even three months. Yeah. Like of talks of actually getting to know both sides to see if this org would be a good fit for the players, if players see them as a good fit for them, obviously if uh, this is actually the right opportunity for -hmm. uh, for them. Some of the players actually had like a really really interesting offers from from other organizations obviously but ultimately they decided to stick together because the opportunity was really good and I mean you can it's always nice to actually be uh or to go straight to the major right.
0: upcoming Ob- the obviously period. obviously, but you still you still need to let me understand this. We have to get straight here. So first of all, th- there's th- people talked about a sum of 2.5 million dollars. Can you talk anything money wise? What has been transferred to Crazy for I mean, with, with the slot?
1: Okay, uh, f- I I can't really tell you the exact number. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. lower than. Point five. Uh,
0: so can... Because you were cut it was all over 2.5 or no,
1: no, no, no. it was it was lower. It mm-hmm, was low mm-hmm. uh, So the lower amount not 2.5 uh, We're obviously extremely happy with the deal players are extremely happy with the deal because they got the salaries that we were kind of hoping to provide for them, but it actually never uh, Right, never kind of realized uh, yeah. or never came to to reality. Uh, the the thing with the deal is that their contracts are really really well written. Uh, they're. Enjoying the, the higher salary, obviously, the, the opportunity to actually play in a flashpoint league, which is extremely when it comes to, like I think that it's extremely, extremely valuable experience for them, mm-hmm. obviously being a franchise league, uh, is gonna help further develop some of the teams, some of the players obviously as well. Yeah. Uh and I mean when it comes to when it comes to us with contact and everything else, I'm not sure why are they keeping kind of oh, you on don't the, know, low, yeah. the contact, the org and everything else. They don't say anything. Uh, Yes, uh, I'm not sure at some point, but also on the other hand, I kind of appreciate it because I'm, I'm kind of a fan of this, like, we know something is happening, but no one's writing about it, no one knows what it is. Like, they might go out with a boom uh, yeah, at some I hope point, so. with I the hope announcement so. and everything also. I'm hoping for that as well, but there, there's, this, there's this, I don't know, attractiveness about the mystery
0: of the mm. whole thing. I disagree but I mean uh, that's <laughs> I'm talking to you.
1: about me. personally to to me it was it, it's kind of attractive to to go down on social media we were inactive on social media for like 3 months before we actually got a CS:GO team before we now got Dota 2 team and there's yeah. one other game coming probably tomorrow with you, the said, announcement you said it might come tomorrow days, yeah
0: yeah be- very much um... Very much looking forward to to that one. I mean, I, I legit have no clue what's going to happen with contact, and um, at least we know it's lower point two point five, but uh, we'll never know the number. Um, there was there was something else I was really uh, worth mentioning because yeah, some somebody asked. Um, yeah, that's a good thing. Where w- w- you, you guys? I was remembering it was back in November, October, two thousand nineteen. You still didn't have a sponsor till today. You still don't have a sponsor. Correct. Why? What? Wait, first of all, who's investing in you? Because I mean, it costs money to some degree. And why is there nobody sponsoring you? What, okay, why? I,
1: I can, I can, if I can dive into a, if... uh, basically. Having investors or having or being backed up by the investors, uh, I'm investing into your business just because I'm hoping that I can actually get my money back mm-hmm. with prob, like hopefully with some interest, uh, yeah. maybe even earn some money. Uh, that's the whole story with us and the investors. They saw a, a potential. Uh, we did amazing things with our previous CSGO roster. Yeah. We yeah. sold them, I actually uh, gave back one or paid back 100% of the investment, and now we're basically redoing the the whole thing uh when it comes to sponsorships this is actually uh, a time that now actually just now we feel uh, fortunate enough to have our dota 2 team with a lot of social media presence obviously mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be easier for us to actually sign a sponsorship uh, because up until now we were offered some of the some of the companies after offered, offered sponsorships the thing was uh that our social media numbers were not that high obviously we had some results but obviously no one is investing into like placements in csgo dota 2 or something like everybody is heavily invested into socials and now is actually a perfect opportunity for us to actually get a sponsor because in the past we were uh, kind of being offered like a really low amount of money yep. for like a year like contract worth a year maybe year and a half maybe i don't know nine months or something yeah. and we never actually felt uh, good about going into a business deal with someone for like nine months maybe even 12 months maybe even, uh, for a low amount of money when we could get a better opportunity like six months down the line or obviously something. obviously so it's it was a risk i do think or i know it's gonna be it's going to end up as a good decision mm-hmm. because we do have some announcements for the future as well. Kind of a teaser now. But yeah, I think everything will end up end up well.
0: Wait a second. You said you have so far only two titles announced, right?
1: Yes, correct. We're waiting on the third one.
0: Third one is Rainbow Six Siege. Maybe. No, it maybe is. Not. I mean, you made, a, you made a trailer with the Rainbow Six Siege logo. I mean,
1: yeah. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. Maybe Alan, it's... come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe, 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 maybe uh, something. Really cover up our tracks.
0: You never know. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean it's it not that unobvious, but I mean we could we could talk about it. So you're, you're right it's now... not
1: out. I cannot tell you anything about it. It's not out. It's completely up to our social media manager and
0: then fifth of March. It was five days ago. that was posted <laughs>
1: Okay, but we still never went out with the with the with the uh, the lineup. Next part or part two? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. Um, Someone is
1: writing Minecraft. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's, that's, correct. That's, that's 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 very that's very interesting to see. But let's just recap. You are just right now looking for sponsors and might see what's gonna happen in the future. So. That's
1: mm. uh, I mean, it's gonna happen really, really soon. Okay.
0: Like, so, so, but you're also, you're also coming up with a sponsor very, very sooner.
1: Yeah. Correct. Ah, uh, okay. Sponsorships as well, obviously. Uh. 13- Mm-hmm. And the, the investors are uh, interested in backing us up, but the, the thing with the investors and everyone else, we need to understand that this is kind of a very very hard uh, hard these are very hard times to actually uh, invest into into eSports or into business in general yeah. because the coronavirus uh, the, yeah. the, the market is plummeting down literally. Absolutely. And I mean, even esports uh, competitions are getting canceled uh, or one like, after another. Katowice, let's be honest, Katowice in front of like without a crowd. Like, it's not Katowice, it's an empty, like, gymnasium <laughs> or whatever, like, empty hall. You're just playing there, like it's 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 not interesting. And a lot of people actually lost a lot of money by getting there, oh, yeah. train tickets, plane tickets, and everything else, tickets to actually attend the the the, the tournament and everything. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping for the best uh, there. Obviously, uh, a lot of the investments are happening for a lot of teams, but we're only focused on on ourselves at the
0: moment. I mean, I'll so say I'll say it like that. Um, so ESL Pro League most likely will have no offline finals. Mm-hmm. Flashpoint have already denied it. Copenhagen Games is, as far as I know, shut down, because the Danish government does not allow any uh, any conventions over 1,000 people.
1: There was Epic Apex Legends uh, major that should have happened. In, yeah. By like end of this month in Texas, it's yeah. not going to happen.
0: Yeah, same, same with the, probably Rio. I don't know how Brazil is going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, it's going to be weird.
1: Uh, it's a tough times for, for eSports, not only for 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 other competitions as well like i think in italy uh there's not going to be any school no, no. for like a month or something mm-hmm. there's no uh, like football being played like
0: it's it's really hard but just let's go further because everything everything's basically fucked i mean i know i know for sure correct. games clash arena in poland which is in june mm-hmm. 3 months from now is also not going to happen correct if there's nothing going to be done anytime soon um there is maybe not even cologne, and that would be a fucking mess. I mean, yeah, they would lose so the much The worst money. part about
1: it is that most of the sponsorship deals are based off of exposure. So mm-hmm. obviously you can get, you can provide exposure by streaming more, by the, like whatever, but nothing gives as much exposure as playing on the stage.
0: Yeah, no, I'd be, if I'd, you're not I'd be,
1: playing, yeah, if you're not playing on the stage, like obviously a lot will not exist like that's that's the whole situation we're in it now like this is the whole ecosystem of esports like exposure is something that is happening on the stage obviously if if i want to support someone on stream or whatever i'm gonna sign uh, a uh what is it called petition Uh, influencer i'm sorry yeah (laughs) yeah. instead of a pro gamer or a pro team with five Uh, players uh, like a coach manager like psychologist whoever like i'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get an influencer who's streaming like 12 hours a day every single day from his own and I'm still getting something out of it. But yeah, obviously it's it's gonna be really, really tough.
0: One thing you also have to pay in mind that companies are paying big time money to have booths on uh, all those events, right? Like to show showcase what they have and things like that. It's Mm -hmm. gonna be absolutely disgusting um, because I'm scared that till we will have no real major with... uh, Individuals happening. I could imagine. I don't know what the regulations right now are in Brazil. We got <laughs> those still 10 more minutes You have to, used zero time so far if you just freshly joined, I'm just, just feeling
1: comfortable talking I'm feeling to you. Comfortable. Like,
0: okay, okay, uh, so so Alan has obviously if you just joined us to, um, to picnic on Plateau He has obviously two uh, two times a one minute timeout where he can just mute himself and still answer the question to me But he will not be heard um, So ten minutes we have let's talk about the hot shit um that could happen in the future so you are from the somewhat Balkan region Mm-mm. who's gonna be a player we're seeing two y- in two years from now stepping up and being in a big time team we don't know about uh, yet
1: the you're asking me about the players that a, could come a pl- up
0: a player from your sort of region that could come up and be the one to uh take it
1: I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest and I'm gonna get Fucked on social media for saying this, okay. but I don't see like I don't see anyone who's up and coming, who's young at at this point okay. that can just tr- kind of go to the tier three, tier two, and then evidently uh, tier one level of the of the competition. Because a lot of the guys from this region, like yeah. the, the same, basically, do you know any Italian players in esports that are professional?
0: You mean if I know talented player
1: in esports? No, 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 no! Italian players Italian. from Italy.
0: Italian? Ah, no, no, I don't. The
1: the thing is, people ra- around here in our region specifically are too emotional to actually be heavily invested into esports. Oh. Not only into esports. A lot of competitions, actually, like the 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 players or coaches or analysts, whoever, like even the, the the casters that actually made it in this field or esports are the ones that actually successfully started controlling their emotions. <laughs> and that's I'm, the thing.
0: I'm, like, I'm,
1: we're I'm... feisty. Like, we want to solve everything by just talking in a, like, be very, very vocal about everything, but mm. also talking as loud as we can. Like, no one can actually out loud us. And that's the thing. Like, most of the 99% of the teams we had never never did anything. Some of them did something regional like the 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 regional mix of players from I don't know Serbia, Croatia, Slovenia maybe, I don't know, uh, Montenegro, whichever country from from this region. Right. Is like they never get to some like really high level just because of it. And most of the players that are still playing, that are trying to make it, are just not really good when it comes to uh, constructive criticism, uh, implementing input from the the colleagues that are more experienced, more accomplished, and that's why they are stuck in these type of teams. For instance, like my personal point of view, uh, Madden, like he's very like mechanically, he's a very, very, very good player. Like he was fortunate enough to. Not fortunate enough, he was good enough to get picked by someone who would give him an opportunity to play on international level. He obviously took it, but also like, I think that for his sake, uh, it was really good for him to work with Devil Walk, who is very experienced coach, with who? who knows uh, with Devil Walk, he's. Oh, yeah, in yeah. It, yeah. Uh, they're doing amazing things.
0: Oh right? yeah, madness uh, one of a kind.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's actually from, uh, obviously, from the region. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see anyone else who would be able to, to go to Tier 2 level at this point. Maybe someone up and coming, but also you need to take into consideration that I've been focusing on, lately I've been focusing on a lot of games, not only CSGO, so right, maybe right. I'm wrong, obviously, but in my opinion, we don't have that much talent when it comes to, True. 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 Not uh, only talking about uh, about aiming and hitting headshots. Like obviously, a lot of people can do that. But
0: that, that's 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 something really I talked uh, I, I talked about that with Nexo when he was back in Imperial, where he said he couldn't do anything and because everybody was so vocal and everybody was so so overly passionate, not in a good way, and teams didn't stay together because they were fighting. And then he went to Renegades, yeah, obviously. Uh, I definitely. mean, he 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 did himself. Um, a big favor by uh, stepping up internationally with the FPL team he had basically, uh, but yeah, that's that that was a very very interesting turn of thing. So you don't you don't have anyone on your list, me neither. Uh, sadly that no. I that, mean, let's
1: be honest. Sadly, no.
0: I mean, I think I used to have a list of players um, heading out, but. I don't see it how i mean in germany we have a different problem because people are are having big egos of winning uh meisterschaft which is ridiculous <laughs> so national championship um, yeah, I understand. Th- that's that's a little bit ridiculous at one point but i mean yeah what, what what to say about that i don't know uh it's 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 a it's a bit weird what but that's i mean i'd say that
1: there is a completely i'd say the same situation like a lot of these players from region- would never accept for instance if I get go to them, you can play for my academy team. Yeah. For five hundred Euros per month. Yeah. They will say no. I I should earn like one K per month or something.
0: Oh, stop. And they'd hey, rather I know, I know
1: they'd rather not have any salary than have five hundred salary. salary. Yeah, it's weird. It's... you need to start somewhere. Like let's be honest, my job, my first job
0: I know, you don't need I know salary. what you're saying. I, I know, I know what you are saying because it's the same with casting. It's the same in every fucking eSport or, or it's so young. I should do
1: one k or something. Yeah, obviously right now. you will if you're good enough, but not right now. There's mm-hmm. a, this, 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 or this guy that is way better than you, and he just because he started the whole process like one year ago. You need mm-hmm. to start the same process, obviously, at this point.
0: True, and that, that's that's the extremely extremely sad part about it because I legitimately don't don't get that mentality of being owed something uh, in, in that industry, but it still happens, it's it's still a weird thing. What's well, the weirdest thing to me, and that's, that's where we're gonna finish to me, um, is the IGL thing. Because, I, I think you especially know, because, I mean, I guess, I guess you had the best connection with NexaHunter and Litney back, mm-hmm. um, back in back ah, in back in Valiance, or Crazy. And mm-hmm. I guess he very often felt bad for being, you know, technically speaking, not obviously speaking, uh, that bad, as an individual. Mm-hmm.
1: The... I'm sorry, can, can, you, can you make a question out of it? Yeah, so I can yeah, just... yeah,
0: yeah. Do, do you personally say that from your experience with someone like Letney, it's a bigger pressure that comes to IGLs, as they don't perform in that sense, uh, compared oh, to the individuals yeah, yeah, they, they guide?
1: Uh, the, the worst part about it is the ninety-nine percent of the IGLs are compared to one, two, maybe three best IGLs in the mm. world. Like obviously let's be completely one hundred percent true. Like there's one, maybe two IGLs that can perform on a level that Nexa is performing. Yeah. Like he set like a really really high standard. Like you have hunden for instance. Guy can create Teams, proper teams, tier one teams from, from mixes. Yeah. He's not gonna perform. He's not gonna provide you with, I don't know, 35 kills every match, but he's making everyone else better. Like in my book, he's almost as good as Nexa. Nexa obviously has the same quality, but he's performing on a higher level, True. obviously. True. But they're making everyone else really, really good around them. The 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 bad situation with, uh, I wouldn't say the bad situation, the issue with with Letney being an IGL at that point is that uh, he was actually sacrificing a lot uh, for for the team. Being an IGL and playing shit positions on each and every single map, Uh, you're not going to underperform. You're going to underperform even further. And at some point, it's going to start bothering you. Not because you're not winning or because you're winning or something, like, it's gonna start bothering you because everyone else is telling you, you're trash, you're not worth anything, this guy's better than you, why are you not doing this? Like, it's constant, constant pressure for each, from each and every side, uh, from each and every side, and right, it's right. really, really tough. Like, for instance, let's be also completely honest, like, Kerrigan is statistically, or, or frag-wise, not the best IGL in the world, mm-hmm. but his team is actually one of the best in the world at the moment how he's making everyone else better he's putting them in the position
0: right that, 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 that's the thing many people uh, don't realize that you sometimes need no to one, sacrifice no one cherishes
1: the IGLs and, enough
0: and that's like. that's where I w- want to finish because I was talking with Sini who was like uh, low tier the dif- division free IGLing and things but he said himself he always had the benefit to have player he was always how uh, happy when he had players Actually, played team sports before because they understand, and oh, you yeah, go in yeah. roles, and you don't, you don't, you don't become a star overnight, and you will never be a star. You are actually the one who um, sometimes needs to sacrifice, and that's what people don't understand legitimately. If I can,
1: if I can take it even further uh, yeah. from my experience, it's easier to work with someone who actually has also. Like I know that most of the people will not connect that to to being a to being a team player in yeah. in uh, CS:GO or whatever, but it actually helps you because you are constantly put in a situation with your sibling throughout the years. Sometimes it's a really good situation; you're happy. You're
0: getting
1: else, and someone like you're literally getting on each other's nerves. Yeah. Like that actually kind of uh, makes you prepared for a team like all of a sudden you're you have five maybe even six different personalities around you you need to be able to actually like calm down to speak properly with everyone and actually to do something about it when it when it goes like to shit, so to say.
0: Yeah, Good. This is the one hour. We have the exactly one hour countdown has just ended, pretty much. We're good. So what can I say? So uh, this is the point in time where you can take the last words to take uh, to, to to close the door for yourself if you feel like it. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna close the door with something unconventional,
0: okay. kind of. Oof. I'm not
1: gonna I'm not gonna go out to fans and everything else. Appreciate them, I do, but uh, since the since the whole deal happened with G two. I never actually went publicly even with contact I never actually went publicly and thank Nexa and Mm. and Hunter Mm -hmm. for everything they did for the organization for everything they did for the team Uh, role wise like there was some payment they were delayed and everything else like uh, these guys actually like There's no bad blood between us as an org, me personally, and them. Uh, Obviously, I feel very, very honored to to actually know them on a personal level. And obviously, I'm very happy to see them perform in, in their new org obviously fourth in the world really amazing job but i do think that they can actually get to that top one spot and obviously i do believe that they will uh, end up in top 20 players of 2020 uh, alongside nico so three regional players in top 20 it's going to be awesome
0: right and that has been the end of the first episode of petting on plateau i thank you very much for coming on uh, this has been me. a very interesting experiment of trying something out we will head off this will probably be uploaded to spotify and youtube at another point in time until then okay. i wish you all all a good day and have a good
1: one all right take care bye bye